The following episode was recorded on a suburban train in Melbourne and combined with that and some slight technical issues, the sound quality isn't great. So apologies in advance for that. However, my guest Carmelita more than makes up for it with her vivaciousness and lovely stories. Welcome to Being Eleven. My name's Amanda Marsh and I'm inviting you to take a journey with everyday people as they recall their pre-teen years, sharing the good, the bad and the cringeworthy. I'm currently sitting on a train in Metropolitan Melbourne and I'm chatting to Carmelita. Carmelita, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Amanda. <laughs> it's nice to be here. Mozambique. Mozambique. I think I would have been two years old. Oh, you were quite little. When you were Very little, so I don't remember much. So you were telling me about your little friend that lives in the vine. My little friend, the chameleon. Tell me about the chameleon. Oh, I just remember being sitting outside in the front veranda for hours watching this gorgeous creature that would move very slowly with, you know, googly eyes. And, I love the eyes. Oh, I love it how it rotates. Crazy, crazy yeah. stuff. And so, it would often see me before I would see it because course. it would be camouflaged. Yeah. But it was always great to find it. And then I would try and make him change colours by poking it with a stick ever so gently, <laughs> as kids do when yeah. they're little. They're very gentle. But how, do, how does it, if it's already disguised when you finally discover it and you poke it, won't changing colour make it more visible to birds and other predators? Um, yes, but the, the thing about colours with chameleons is it's also meant to um, frighten you. So they do oh. these awful colours that are just like, piss off. Get off me, child, or whatever yeah. creature. So, it's like, really lurid, like yes. frogs to appear poisonous. Yes, oh. pretty much. And that's that's pretty wild thing to see. I yeah, loved it. Be. Yeah. I can't, I can't even imagine. I've seen them on TV, but never seen one in real life. Yeah, and that's just stayed in my brain for, you know, because I don't remember much. I don't remember my house, but I remember the front you know, because that's where yeah. I used to hang out and I remember um, bits and pieces, but yeah, the chameleon and the monkeys are the oh, strong, that's right. strong so memories. Monkeys. What kind of monkeys? Um, vicious. <laughs> the vicious ones. <laughs> Large, small? Well, they were same height as me. Oh, because so, you were so little. Because I was so little, so they would be eye to eye and not happy with me. Because you poked them with stick. No, I didn't. The thing is, my dad um, migrated to Mozambique first. Yeah. Because he was kicked out of Timor for his political yeah. views. So he went first and then we joined him. Mm. So while he was in Mozambique, he thought, oh, I'll get some monkeys. Because, you know, I miss my kids. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But so he had the monkeys first. And when we arrived, I think the monkeys were like, We've got competition. Oh, they were not happy with the kids. Like, loved my dad and mum. Mum and dad, oh, they would sit on their laps, affectionate yeah. as anything. The kids would come and they would be like hissing. Oh, right. And they would push it. We'd go outside to play, and all of a sudden, there's this thing splat on the floor. <laughs> 
That would be the monkeys. They literally like. They would literally push you. They would steal our food. They would. My brother was once playing, and they pulled his pants down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were. They were nasty. They nasty. Have names. Not that I can remember, but they probably were. Yeah, well, yeah. I would go even further, but um, yeah. oh, fishes, they did not like us. But you know, not in front of my parents. There were very clever things. My parents would be in the backyard and they're like, nothing's happening. And as soon as they're back, as soon as, oh, I just remember being completely like, I would be afraid to go outside if they were around. Yeah. Because when they're hissing at you and they're yeah. at eye level yeah. and their teeth, like they've got sharp yeah, teeth. And yeah. Um, yeah, no, they're not pleasant. How many were there? Two. There was a couple. Okay. A female and a male monkey. Yeah. There were little ones, obviously. Yeah. But I don't know but you were what. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> don't recommend having monkeys as pets. <laughs> no, I, I can't imagine it. I imagine they'd be like repulsive children. Oh, yeah. worse. <laughs> well, anyway. My brothers were pretty mean to me. They pushed me around a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I might have liked brothers better. Well, I don't know. My brothers did that too. <laughs> I'm two brothers. And yes. I was um, the youngest sibling that would yeah. tag along and be like, go away. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's a familiar thing. But so, yeah, in terms of Mozambique, that's... Probably as much as I can remember. Well, bits and pieces, but yeah. not much, yeah. Were you rural, city, or how was it? Uh, close to a close to the main city, but it was suburban, if, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, yeah. And, I mean, I've never been anywhere like that. I can't imagine these suburbs look like ours. No. Oh, I don't remember. I tell okay. you, yeah, don't remember at all. I don't remember um, the house that I lived in. Okay, mm. very bad. Okay, just I have photos, yeah. and photos that you know don't really show the streets. Yeah, so, it's mm. mostly just the kids, the kids and backyards. The not the not the, kids. the horrible monkeys. <laughs> they were not cute. <laughs> I have to ask my parents. And, and was there a community of Timorese around you? Do you remember that? Uh, there was. Um, a lot of the political, so the, the, the exiles, yeah. yeah, the ones that were causing trouble yeah. in Timor were sent to Mozambique. Um, and this was just post-Indonesian invasion, right? Before. Before that. Yes. Um, so this was during Portuguese colonies still. So Timor oh, was so, still okay. Portuguese. Yeah. Um, so so then a lot of against Portugal. Against Portugal. And my dad was one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there's quite a few uh, that settled in Mozambique. Yeah. And stayed for oh, during the revolution. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And no one wanted to. I mean, what would. Maybe you're too young. What were the thoughts of the people around you about when Indonesia invaded? Uh, was it just another colonizer? Or they in favor of them? No, because the ones that would have been in Mozambique were all pro independence. So they didn't yeah. want to be. That's what I think. Yeah. They were of a particular political party, which probably would have been Fretland. Okay. And they were all pro independence, yeah. regardless of whether it was Portugal or Indonesia. Yeah. They wanted to be independent. Yeah. 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 
and fearful. Yeah. Do you recall when you were moving as you moved to Portugal? I do remember being on the plane, yeah. going to Portugal, being a long, a long trip. Um, and Portugal, I stayed for quite a few years. Yeah. So I have very fond memories of Portugal. Yeah. yeah. And that you've spoken to me before about that you were somewhere slightly up north and slightly inland, a little bit like a village or a country town. Small country town. Yeah. yeah. And you were outsiders. We were. So, as you can imagine, small country towns are not very welcoming to strangers. Um, for some reason, well, we landed there because my dad's sister was married to a Portuguese who had come from that town and they were originally okay. living there. Yeah. Um, so they had a place and so they were like, oh, come and stay with us. And we did, but they weren't there, so they just had a place for us. Um, so being a small country town, it was like, who are these people? Not only are they new, they have a different colour to us. <laughs> and it took a while for them to get used to us and it took a while for us to get used to them. Yeah. Oh, were they trying, did they talk to you at all? Were they trying to place how you related oh, to them? Especially if your sister-in-law wasn't there at the time. So it would have been my auntie, so my auntie. mom. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, what was happening in Portugal at the time though is that there were a lot of different colonies claiming independence. So Portugal had... Portugal. Yeah, Portugal. Portugal. like the Mozambique situation? No, so Mozambique, we left Mozambique because there was a revolution. Okay. They wanted in independence as yeah. well. Yeah? yeah. So then it became unsafe, yeah. but especially because my mom's part Portuguese, so yeah. they were like, she's an enemy. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is dangerous, we have yeah. to leave. At the same time, Angola, which is another yeah. African country, was yeah. claiming independence. Um, the 70s was a pretty 70s, wild time. There was like four different colonies. Yeah. So there's all, all of a sudden Portugal has an influx of refugees yeah. and they're all and African be, color. Yeah. And, and so, I can imagine why little villages would be like, Little villages are like, what the heck? Are they What's happening? Yeah. yeah. You know, so it was, there was a lot of racism. Yeah. There was a lot of, um, it was hard to, to settle to mm. begin with. But once you settle, then, you know, like all country towns, it's beautiful people. Yeah. They then realize, okay, you know, actually they're not that bad. And their food's great. And the food's great. <laughs> and, you know, it's a gorgeous country town. Like, yeah. architecture had like 13th century stuff all around us. Like, Lovely. history yeah. everywhere, everywhere you went, there's just this amazing buildings, church. Even though it's a small country town, I think we probably would have had four um, chapels, um, huge cathedral, built in the 18th century, um, you know, because being a Catholic country, yeah. it's just everywhere you go. Mm. Oh, fond memories of Portugal, so what's, to what's, an extent. <laughs> what's, your, what's your fondest it's fantastic growing up in a country town, you know? Yeah. You've got all the freedom of the bush around you. Yeah. So remember just growing up amongst, you know, trees and bushes and learning to swim in the river uh, and, you know, camping at all different 
beautiful places. Yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Some good friends. And, yeah. You know, we ended up having more family um, migrated from. Yeah. Migrated is the right word. Yeah. From Timor, so then you know more family kept coming, and yeah. so family reunion, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. That would have well would have been a lot of distressing conversations, I imagine, because you've escaped your family escaped two countries, they've just escaped another one. Imagine the dinner table would have been quite a hot. Always politics. Always, always. But as a kid, you don't pay that. You know, you sort of pay attention a little bit. It's on, yeah. kind of like on the it's on the periphery. Yeah. yeah, but no, I didn't. You know, they kept you well protected. Yes. Yeah. Which is yeah. good parenting. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know, there may be other things that no. they didn't quite get right, but but that's that without all parents. Yeah, one they did well. No, of course, <laughs> no one's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, tell me some. Tell me some funny stories about your mum and dad. I've oh, met your mum and dad. They love you. Funny stories. There's plenty. Um, but can I think of any right now? Hmm. No. <laughs> You've blocked them all. <laughs> uh, recent funny stories, maybe? My dad's got plenty because, as you know, he's got dementia, so yes. he comes up with some classic classic stories, yeah. especially because his memory is getting all confused, yeah. so partly true, and there's a lot of stuff that is just made up. He says at the moment that he speaks five languages, and one of them is Japanese, and when you ask him to say something, he's like, oh, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to Portugal. What else can I say to you about Portugal? What was school like? Uh, primary school was horrific. Well, because they didn't, you know, that was the, the early years when, yeah. you know, people were not quite accepting just yet. Yeah. And it was your family was the only brown family there. It was the only brown family. So, you know, I actually had kids not wanting to sit next to me. Oh. So I had a desk to myself for a long time. Yeah. So I did not like it. And primary school goes for four years, one four and then we have middle school which is yeah. five and six and then things started getting better because then um, I had to go to um, a bigger town and obviously more diverse diversity yeah um, but you still lived in the little town yeah. yeah. commuted would catch a yeah. bus a school bus yeah. that would pick a whole bunch of us including so middle school and high school kids from the whole small town and the yeah. next town and the next town and then we get into I guess, um, you know, like similar to Geelong or Ballarat, and yeah. we would pick up all the little farm yeah. country towns, and yeah. so we'd end up in Pombal. Um, Pombal had a biggest castle, again, okay. history, 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 yeah. crazy. Like we had to do PE, and it would be warming up is walking around the castle's garden, well, walking to the castle, which was a few kilometers, yeah. and then walk around the castle, and then jog. Back to school. That was PE. That was PE. See, that's PE I could handle. I used to walk most of it. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like, just I would, I would enjoy going to the cast. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely amazing, amazing. Hmm. That's cool. What but else? You, you are not a PE person. I don't think I've ever seen you run. <laughs> no, runner, sprinter. I'm just not. Um, 
<laughs> to the triumph stop. No, no, no. I was actually a sprinter. Really? Yes. I just don't have skills for like soccer and yeah. you know, which I love, but I don't have any. I've got two left feet yeah. for dancing and for sports, but I was a sprinter. There you go. Yeah. Loved it. Downhill from the castle. That view. <laughs> I feel not so good. <laughs> but you, yeah, your mother, not really a fixer, are you a creative? Yes. How did you get into ceramics? Um, high school, yeah. Huh? I did art, and um, I think I remember it might have been year 10, and I had this most amazing art teacher. Absolutely loved him. And, you know, in year 10, I think you get introduced to all sorts of bits and pieces, and clay was one of them. And um, I loved it. And he thought that I, the teacher was like, oh my God, you've got talent. Yeah. This is clearly one of the things for you. And I just kept going at it. Year 11, I continued and then um, somehow managed to do some nice pieces and ended up doing a unicorse. Yeah? Yeah. I do actually love clay. I miss it because I haven't done art for a long time. And I think I might go back to it this year. I sincerely do. I treasure the piece I have of yours. It's in someone's dead. What else can you tell me about what you do? You know, once the people get to know you and you know them, indeed they are very welcoming and beautiful and they're warm. And um, so I love the culture as much as I like the, the place. Um, what else? The music. Mm-hmm. Awesome music. Yeah. But also um, having access to all the other colonies, so music coming from Africa, music coming from Brazil, you know. Oh, my God, amazing stuff. Yeah. So you can, you know, I'm a music lover, as you know. Yes. And from an early age, I would put the radio on and just be glued to the radio and something that would come on that I would love. I'd put the tape in and record it live straight from the radio. Yeah. Um, And just having access to all that variety of music was amazing. Yeah. So if if I was to play... Say two tunes to accompany this recording. Who would you choose? Oh, I would choose Gal Costa, who just passed away last oh, year. Yeah. I absolutely adore her. Yeah. From Brazil. Yes. And then I would choose uh, music from Cape Verde in um, Africa. Okay. Which is, I think, uh, West Africa. Cape Verde, it must be green, yeah. so I'm guessing that's probably where it is. Probably. Oh, I absolutely love music from Cape Verde. Yeah. So I would choose someone from there. Okay. Gal, who I love yeah. and adore. Mm. Okay. I'll, um, Noted. Noted? <laughs> I think you like Gal too, because I think I posted yeah, something. Yeah, you did. You yeah. posted something when she died. And, yeah. And she, she was stunning. Her voice is just... Amazing, but then she, you know, her influences were like because Brazil is got also yeah. so much diversity, it's mm. crazy, and just with that angelic voice yeah. and changing from like jazz to um, yeah, she was very twisted, like yeah, punkish sort of thing. Oh, amazing, love her, <laughs> made me cry when she, yeah, 
but she's in heaven. That's a sign of a good musician. They yes. can make you cry. She, yeah. Okay. All right, I'll ask you the last question. Excellent. Cast your mind back to you can choose the Mozambique period or the Portugal period. But what would that little Tita, what would, what would she wish to teach you? Wow. Hmm. You got me. Hmm. Maybe it would be about dealing with racism in a better way. Uh-huh. Because mm, I was a very angry child. And I'm still very reactive yeah. just because of the trauma of yeah. racism. So maybe it's about that little child saying, you know what, it's okay. You're just, just beautiful just the way you are. Mm. Good advice. Yeah. And true. Thanks. <laughs> so, thank you for coming on my podcast and tolerating my quiz. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>Thanks for joining me on this episode of Being 11. If you liked what you've heard today, don't forget to like, subscribe, or visit our website at sofromedia.com to see what else we do.